Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes, episode 31. I'm Trey, joined as always by Tucker, Dylan, and Cam. Live again from the Heritage. How we doing, boys? Fantastic. How day. At long last, our national nightmare is over. Sports are coming back this week. We are three days away from opening day, two days away. I don't even know. Um, they might not be able to play the game uh, at home. They might. I think it's the Yankees-Nationals' first game. I think they might have to play it in Florida. But anyway, sports are back, finally. Uh, another big uh, thing here. Tucker's birthday this week. Tucker's birthday week. Next show, wow. Tucker will be 24. 24 on the 24th, the golden year. Proud uh, of Tucker. Tucker, what do, you, what do you think about this birthday? Well, how, how, how was 23? What are you looking forward to in 24? I mean, it's getting worse every year at this point. I think I'm past the good birthdays. I'm, I'm trying to bank on this whole golden year thing, but... Um, 24 is I mean, 24 old. just sounds bad. I sound like an old person. Yeah, mine's next month. I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah, so. no. I, um, I think I'm just going to tell people I'm 23. <laughs> I might just go back to 21. I don't care. But um, I like it. So let's ship right in. Winners and losers. Winners, uh, I meant to do my the poll on my lunch break. I forgot. I did it when I got out of work. So inconclusive right now. We're only sitting at five votes. Uh, I've got I've got 40%. Uh, Tucker's got 40%. And Dylan has 20%. So I'm going to go vote for myself right now. So you'll tie it up there. Woo, so it'll be a three-way tie. Woo! Loser cam. So loser cam so far. Twitter. Cam. You cam deleted Twitter? Point. How do you delete Twitter? I Twitter. Why? Uh, we gotta get into this. Uh, I can I can log in on Ways to Take's account. I'm not I'm not bringing back my Twitter. Ever? No, I will. I just I just I needed a little break. All right, fair enough, fair enough. That I mean that's a shocking development, but I love Twitter. I will never delete Twitter. Best social media app out there, in my opinion. But uh, I don't use it. Uh, another winner might be um, us talking about players opting out in the NFL, and it's also a loser because we thought that a lot of people wouldn't, from well some perspectives. But a lot of seems like a lot of NFL players are upset about the way things are being run. We'll get more into that later. Uh, but uh, losers, um, I don't remember exactly who said it, but there was zero positive cases within the bubble. So I think it was either me or Tucker or, uh, that said that there was going to be a ton of cases from people. I think Dylan probably agreed, too, that there's going to be cases of people having oh, yeah. people inside and going out for food and stuff like that. So Now, this is, there's also development because if there there is, yeah, true big winner, no cases, but also keep it in your back pocket, potentially, maybe cases not being reported. Because they just went full 100, percent and so if, that's still in the air. Right. And if, if you're negative cause they, now, because they they could still lie, because they haven't reported any positives. And so, if and if you're negative now, could open up your take, Dylan, of people getting sick later. Like we've oh, been yeah. saying for this whole time, this thing's been going on. Just get it, just get it now, get it over with. You'll be fine. Suck it up. All right, uh, let's jump into wasted takes. Birthday boy, why don't you lead it off? Oh, forbidden topic. Cam's birthday. Cam's birthday. No talking about Cam's birthday. We can talk we about, can talk about Tucker's, Tucker's but not birthday, Cam. but not Cam's birthday. <laughs> Cam's birthday sucks. I love that one. <laughs> All right, Tucker, go ahead. Go right ahead. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I was thinking. I was watching some of the exhibition games. Well, I wasn't watching, but I was watching highlights from the expi- exhibition games. What sport? Baseball. Okay. And it was tough watching no fans. It's and weird. I was thinking, each team needs one fan that's allowed to go to the game. They can do it on like a charity auction or something like that, or just get a celebrity out there. But how electric would be just having like, you know, like Spike Lee still courtside at the Knicks games. Just like one person at each game. They had to get COVID tested before all that. Like it would just, it wouldn't take much to just get one person cleared to come watch the games. But I feel like it'd be fun to have a little thing where you could have one person there. Like so, usually it'd be like a celebrity or something. Maybe they could donate some money to like coronavirus research or something like that after each game but having one like celebrity or random fan random fan at each game would be really cool in my opinion now uh i just imagine a dude with like two foam fingers two pennants a jug of juice with a giant straw and limited refills jersey hat everything full nine yards guy sitting in the bleachers like way up there in the Mm-hmm. In the no man's land, Absolutely. Just, just yelling just down, screaming, just "You're screaming. a bum, Judge!" <laughs> just like, like, tell me this one. And be if, great. There, if there's only one person in the stands, you can hear him clear. The, the players can for sure hear him. Oh yeah, I would. I would be down for that. Oh my god, it'd be incredible. Just having like 
like even if it was like a celebrity, like I know like some of the celebrities that come are like Spike Lee, Kevin Hart, just having like some of those fun celebrities at the game. Maybe you have Prez at a Boston sports game one day. Tell me that wouldn't be electric. That so, would be a good like rating. It would be great for ratings because like yeah, you just have that one guy. They'd flip to him. They could even have like interviews yeah, during, exactly. during the game. It'd be fun. At that point, just Let's stick make... him in the booth though. I'm actually off. This might be your greatest idea ever. I'm all in on this right? idea. Oh, I'm not um, sure if it's better than the cruise basketball. I think it is better than the cruise basketball because <laughs> that's a logistics <laughs> this nightmare. But this could happen, this could huh? totally work. I mean, I don't know why I haven't thought of it yet. But so, couple things brought up. First of all, you mentioned concessions. What would the concessions would just be free? Cause just whatever you want, just go back yeah, there and grab pay, whatever you want. Yeah, they pay. They pay. Let's say they have to like pay like a big like they probably have to pay something to be at the game. Like maybe it would be like a ten thousand dollars for the ticket. So like it's like you know. So here's my amendment to the rule. You need to sit the two fans at opposite ends of the same oh, row. No, I, no, and you need shit talkers. You need people no, who are no, going to sit there. Say, put, put them next to each other. <laughs> well, yeah, they're both tested for COVID. That's fine. You sit there and you just talk shit to each yeah, other. That's and you have la- hot mics. Yeah, exactly. And oh, I was just about great. To that. Now, wait. If there's only two people at a game, the WNBA is just used to that. So it'll be fine for them. <laughs> That'd be normal. Wow, well, Ricochet like, shot like you read I'm about. I'm thinking like the Lions. You know that super fan for the Lions? He could go to a game. Detroit, Detroit Don? Yeah, Detroit Don. Like you could have like all these like big sports personalities that are just like fans of the team. I would want I would want the celebrity aspect. Like get your biggest celebrity fan for every team. But I also want their – maybe have a lottery or something where you can just get average Joe, like some scumbag Yankee fan from like deep in New York. That is just an a hole, and just sit him just some down. Some guy, and then just some so Southie guy, screaming. and then some Southie guy just sitting there too, and then just going at it. Oh, maybe probably fighting. Probably fighting would be awesome. And, yeah, it I could think be. I think the only legitimate way that this would actually be rolled out is I don't think you could do it every game, because they would, people would uh, like running it would like run out of ideas to do with the person because like you would no, want, but you, you could even just do an auction for it. Like let's say it's like if you did ten thousand dollars a game. And it was just one seat. I promise you, you get a bidding war every single game. But then you get into the argument like the, oh, the owners wants. just care about money. They don't want to. They don't yeah, care about their fans. Yeah, but let's say, all the, money, let's the say only, all the money goes to coronavirus research or something I, like I, that. I could, I could see it being like some sort of uh, like Monday Night Football where each team gets one thing, and if there's no fans for football, and then there's some sort of like they tie it in with some sort of like charity or something. Cam, your thoughts on it? Yeah, I think this is this is a great idea. Um, I would love to be that one fan personally. Also, think of Tony Patella, maybe. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's first thing I first thing I thought of. Just the uh, loudest guy there screaming uh, the entire time, electric. He, he could be an entire fan cool. section by himself. He is already. Yeah, great, great take. Shout out Tony. I mean, a legend of the game. Um, all right, so I guess I'll jump into mine. Mine's real wasted. I was thinking of work today. And, I, and um, if you didn't see this weekend, Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback of Clemson, just decided to engage, uh, propose to his girlfriend. He's now engaged. Congratulations. Who? Uh, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence, the quarterback for Clemson, Ooh, the one we were all looks. talking about. But anyways, he's he's younger than us. I don't know how old he is. He's probably like 21, 22. Um, he's got the world at his fingertips. He's about to be an NFL star. He's going to get paid a lot of money next year. Um. You can't draft him. Poor decision-making right there. Now, listen. <laughs> listen. Early marriage is fine for, for certain people. Like, you fall in love, good for you. You get married. You know, you find the person you love, you get married to him. But this guy is lined up for the high life. He's going to be the king of whatever city he ends up in. He's already the king of Clemson. He's the best college football player in the world right now. He, I mean, he's going to be a gazillionaire. You know, if he pans out in the NFL, he's going to be a multi-gazillionaire. And you're you're getting hitched at tw- at 21, 22 in a D1 school. Jared Stidham did that. He got – no, he waited till he got drafted. He got married right after he got drafted. He engaged – he got engaged before, yes. So poor decision-making. Mark that down. <laughs> you cannot draft Trevor Lawrence because he has bad decision-making. That's This shows right now that he is going to be a bust in the NFL because he's going to throw a ton of picks because he's not going to know where to throw the ball. He poor. He's a poor decision maker. Tank for Trevor is fully off. Off. off now, now would off you say you say so? He's a poor decision maker because he got married. Because he he got if he was an average Joe schmo and just like a normal nine to five guy, and he found the woman he loved. Good for him. 
But he can do whatever he wants when he gets drafted. He is going to be the man. Now, Cam, I know your parents got married in early age, so you might have some beef with this take. So I'll let you, I'll let you uh, respond. I don't have beef with the take. That was that was for a different reason. <laughs> so um, I'm I'm fine with this though. Yeah, I think I think Trevor Lawrence has got it all figured out. Maybe he jumped into it a little early, but we don't really know the backstory. We don't know what what's going on in his mind. He loves a girl. And he's going to have all the money in the world unless he gets hurt. <laughs> Jinxed it. So <laughs> maybe maybe I could see him like having a terrible injury that ends his whole career. And then his to-be wife is just... Leaves him because you know, he's not making money. That's what's going to happen. Out of the money. So uh, what's his this face kind of, over again? This kind of brings up a Patrick Mahomes situation too, though. I think now that he's getting paid all that money, he's still just got a girlfriend, right? They're not, they're not engaged or anything, right? No, he's smart. Very smart. Yeah, see, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that lasts. I, I don't see the. Uh, well, he's the, the king right now. Well, th- this is the thing about Lawrence is, in 20 years, if he's still married to this woman, maybe, and and he's a great NFL player, he's got the best decision making. But we got it's it's a 20 year. I don't think he does commitment. because commitment. He, he's he. Listen, I'm a bad person. All right, I'll I'll preface it by saying that I'm not a good guy, but. If I was in his shoes, I'd be out partying with every girl I could I could see in the room. Yeah, but I, that but that in its, in itself might not be the best decision making. That's great decision making. That's great decision making. Listen, I mean, look at Brady. All right, he basically cheated on his wife, and then married the girl he cheated on her with. He knocked up Bridget Moynihan, and then left her for a, a supermodel. Like. Like good guy. that's good that's, guy. That's what you're supposed to do when you're the king of the world. Like that's the type of king shit that's supposed to be going down. I just don't feel confident in his decision making based on this decision. Well, I, I just don't think that you can base it today. You have to wait. 20 I can't. Years. No bad decision making. Tucker, what do you think? I mean, I'm fully off the tank for Trevor movement. Probably not because of this specifically. I'm. I'm not sure this will have that big of an effect on his NFL career, but I like the idea behind it. I like it's a very wasted take, bad, for sure. And when he's on another team, I will fully use this as reason for why he's a bad decision maker. But I'm not sure I'm going to use it yet, just in case the Patriots have a bad season, and then I'm fully. No, then him. no. If that, I mean, if he ends up on the Patriots, then he found true love, and like, good for him. And he, you know, he saw something and he wanted it, and he locked it down. I mean, that's a competitor. I mean, that's what you want. But as of right now, he's a bad decision maker. I reserve the right to be a hypocrite. I reserve that right. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Cameron, why don't you jump in with your wasted take? Cam, it was your birthday a couple weeks ago, so I'll drink. All right, happy birthday to me. Um, it is still my birthday month. So. Ooh, drink. <laughs> <laughs> birthday months are the most ridiculous. Um, so my wasted take is, is just thought of. has to do with the bubble. First thing, the bubble minigames are the best thing I've ever seen. Just these grown men who you see like tearing it up on the court, playing cornhole and golfing for the first time in their entire life is hilarious. And I love it. Shotgun contest too. We're a big, we're a big fan of those. I do like them. Um, that being said, I think that the mini games are going to get way too competitive and there's going to be a fight and somebody's going to get hurt. That's my way to take is a brawl is going to break out. There's some people in the NBA that have some flagrant fouls this year, have some technicals that get heated, and it's going to be over something dumb. It could be over a pickup game. It could be over something, you know, kind of halfway serious, like a hard foul. But I just would love to see somebody playing cornhole and not, you know, scoring the game right and just a brawl breaking out and someone getting hurt bad and can't play or suspensions happening. I could see it happening. Either someone's getting hurt from a brawl, someone's getting suspended for a brawl breaking out, and that's that. So I haven't seen any of these mini games. I guess I haven't been keeping up with the bubble as much as I should be. But are they a lot? They're playing against people on other teams. Yeah. All right. So I mean, I I, I think I mean I yeah I saw I forgot who it was I I went off the end page, but um yeah I don't see why they wouldn't be allowed to play with anyone from other teams if they're all negative. So, I don't see this happening because I think if you have beef with someone in the league, you're not going to want to sit down and play cornhole or lawn darts or whatever with them or go on a golf game with them. If you have beef, you're probably going to avoid that guy. 
Um, so I don't, I don't see that happening. And I think that the NBA is one of the most buddy, buddy leagues in like, like in the sports, like they all love each other. They all love to hype each other up. Like, um, I think the NFL would probably be second to that, but, um, so I do foresee though, similar to your take is some stupid injury happening from this where like a guy slips on a cornhole bag and busts his shoulder or something like that. Cause we see stupid injuries in the NBA all the time. They might be lies. Like I remember somebody, some big name might've been Chris Paul, like, or D Wade sw- slipped in the shower like last year. And like, they were out for like a week after slipping in the shower. I did that once. My hand went right <laughs> in the toilet. It was the only way I could break my fall without like, like T-boning my arm. It went right down the pipe, my whole arm. So, that's the only I, way I, I see. I was completely fine. That's the only way I see an injury occurring, and I could see it happen. Or like somebody shotguns and they like they're they don't know how to do it, so they cut their lip open and they they need stitches and they can't play with it or something like that. And then they get COVID. Yeah, and they have an open cut, and then everybody gets it. And everybody um, gets other so. Diseases. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know, Cam. This is definitely a waste to take. I don't know. Tucker, what's your thoughts on it? I mean, I what the fuck. All right. All right, Dylan, you go. <laughs> Tucker is not listening. He's on Instagram looking at thotties. So <laughs> that's good news. Um, so a brawl breaking out in, with a group of dudes that are cooped up in a confined space. This it's a recipe for a disaster. Guys being dudes. I mean, the the what happens if like the season is postponed a little bit and they like get those competitive juices going and now they're playing they 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 set up some other game that's not corno. They just like play like dodgeball with the with the bean bags and one guy gets popped in the eyeball. Like shit's gonna go down. I'm with you, Cam. Someone's gonna get hurt playing these games. Maybe this isn't because I'm, because I'm, I'm. Maybe this is because I'm very bad at cornhole, but I've never been in like a like very serious game of cornhole in my I've life. I've never gotten heated. I think I'm, no, not once. Oh, I've seen them. <laughs> when the cornhole tournament happened in Lennoxdale, these guys came. Oh, up I was there. Like, they came down from like Vermont. They were like professional cornhole players, and they were getting chirped by the entire Berkshire County, and they were getting so mad, and they were complaining about the rules. And I thought someone was going to die. So that's you know part of where my take comes from. I could definitely. See. I do remember that. So there was money on the line for that tournament, right? So maybe if these guys are betting oh, yeah. money, I could see it. I could they're see it. Definitely happening. betting money. I could definitely. Okay, oh, <laughs> that's an excellent point. That is an excellent point. If there's money on the line, I can definitely see it. See it getting much more heated. All right, uh, Dill, do you have a take? I don't have a take. <laughs> Is this the first ever wasted take, no take? Wow. Uh, I mean, we've given Dylan's, you now 17 minutes. I'm, I'm get one. pleading the fifth okay. on his take. Give me... 30 seconds, start a clock. This is why you're sitting at three points, Dylan. Are you kidding me? I've had fire takes, and nobody likes them. Yeah, man, they're bald people. They're burning (laughs) in my head and not anywhere else. So let's go. All right, let's just go around. Cam, what are you drinking tonight? Hey, hey, actually, I have have a little um, side point we can talk about that kind of goes off a little bit of what we've been saying. Go ahead. Steven Adams. Steven Adams predicts more technical fouls with no fans in attendance. What do you think about that? You can hear people better, so I guess you getting can, chirped by like yeah. your opponent could be more could be happening more, be so I can see it. It's going to be very personal. Uh, side point to that, I mean, the NHL just announced that they're going to be on a five-second delay due to player language. So I was really looking forward to, to watching the NHL and like yeah, hearing nice. them all like. The best videos on YouTube are NHL chirp videos. So funny. Best sports chirping there is. And now we're not going to get to hear it. I'm going to be upset. You ever wait. see the J.J. Oh, Watt we're one? Get to hear it. Uh, which one? The J.J. Watt. Like, they just had him on a hot mic and just him shit-talking the entire time. Like, uh, who was it? I think it was Ray Rice was talking shit to him after a play. And oh, I'd like, have some things what to say. What are you talking man. about? I eat burritos bigger than you. Oh, I, I got, got the take, boys. <laughs> All right. After a delay. After quick bereavement, uh, <laughs> my mind was off the uh, uh, the game. <laughs> no, <laughs> but okay, here we go. So, Forbidden topic: bereavement. So we have um, sports going on are going to start up. Lack of fans. I think lack of fans will be a big hit 
in terms of the money situation uh, for teams. I think that because of the not as much revenue coming in, that there are going to be more lenient on sports betting in states. And states are going to profit off sports betting as more states huh. now are going to be legalizing it in just their state. Okay. Well, how does um, how does that pertain to an owner though? Like, how does an owner make money off sports betting? Well, it's 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 the state doesn't make as much money. So with it's, fans it's from the coming state. To, fans coming to the games. The, okay, the, there's I, not as yeah, much money being. I spent. thought you were saying from a team perspective. I think in terms in terms of the city and then the state at the state level, the states are going to be more lenient on sports betting. Yeah. So, I mean, sports betting has been becoming legalized. It's more and slowly more. getting yeah. like what was in New Jersey is now. Yeah. And I think Virginia. There's talks about Virginia, but I think because. If this goes on for another year, year and a half, and there's a market for it, and now they aren't making as much money in-state with uh, fans um, being at their venues, that they're going to be more lenient on allowing sports betting. So I think I think sports betting is going to be legalized within the next 15 years countrywide regardless. This may accelerate it for sure. I mean, that's, yeah, that's what I'm um, getting at. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, I actually should look this up, but I don't know much about like how state governments and how the federal government profits off sports. Like, I don't know what they're like, how much they make off of professional sports. But I mean, I think that, yeah, it, it, I was listening to an interview today with Chris Collinsworth, the announcer for uh, Sunday night football and his partner, Al Michaels often like references, like subtly references, like the line and stuff like that. So, I mean, everybody, not not me i don't but m many people gamble on sports so i don't see why it wouldn't be legalized if you want to be done with your money then be done with your money so Tucker, i mean you, i mean you're the gambler tucker so go i ahead. mean i think it will be i think books at a at like at a game would be awesome just having like somewhere you could bet on the game at the game would be absolutely incredible i would i'm all for it i think it'll happen soon I, I'm going to say, I'm going to shorten from Trey's take. I'm going to say five years, next five years, because it's already legalized in some states. So I could see it being nationally legalized in, within five yeah, years. Yeah, but think about like the Bible Belt and stuff like that. They, they're always like slow to stuff that's seen as like. Yeah, we'll not... see. I don't think that they're going to be against betting. You never know, though. Um, never know. I, but my point more is the fact that it's going to be received better receive quicker because of this i think that would make i think that makes sense. i mean yeah if you're a fan and you're not allowed to go to a game then the next best thing is to have some action on it so it's a well it doesn't exciting. matter what the fans want because the fans want sports betting it just depends on who has the power to make it legal and i think the people that have that power are going to be more lenient because there's not the revenue coming in cameron um i, I kind of like it i still i still don't really understand how how owners and teams and, and everything will make money off of it. I, I it's definitely... not. It's not. It's not a team thing. It's a state thing. Okay. All right. Well, I just don't know. Okay. Then that's fine. Yeah. I think gambling is going to increase. It has off. nothing to do. It has nothing to do with the team. Betting has nothing to do with the with the owners. It only has to do with I, I it just being legal. Your take. That's all. Um, I just yeah. I I agree with that I think I think gambling is going to go way up. People are tired of betting on cricket and. Korean baseball um, that we unfortunately covered at some point in the podcast. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think people are going to be dropping the house uh, everything, and you really don't even know what you're betting on at this point because you haven't seen anyone play in so long. Uh, people are just going to lose money so bad. Yeah, it'll make up for it. We've uncovered we've we've covered a lot of unfortunate things on this podcast. I mean. I've never been more in and out on a phase in my life than marble racing. Like <laughs> I'm so out on that now. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I watched it recently. <laughs> I have too. Tucker was rocking some some merch the other night. That was pretty electric. But uh, oh yeah, I got some Thunderbolt stuff. So all right, let's jump into some segments. Um, not a lot tonight, but hopefully next week we'll have a pack show. Um, so sports are back. Sports are coming back. I just want to get your guys like, what are you looking forward to most about sports? 
Uh, Tucker, I'll let you lead off. Well, a few things. Number one, having a podcast where we have to decide what to talk about rather than having nothing to talk about and have to make things up. That'll be nice. That will be um, nice. Number two, gambling. <laughs> number three, topic. working. Just like bartending and true. having like the Red Sox game on in the background to just keep me occupied will make my life significantly better. The World Series season when I worked here, I watched like more Red Sox baseball than I have in yeah, the last like always, 10 years. Constantly. Because it was always on. And like I watch like I watched more like hockey over the past few mm-hmm. years. Like I was working here in you know you the winter and I was on. watching a ton of hockey. It was always hockey. on and you had nothing else to do so you just watched the games. It was just and then yeah, I mean, life's my quality of life will go up significantly. Like, I'll get home from work one night and think, what do I have to do? And I'll be like, oh, I can turn on a game. I can watch Zion. I can do something. Like, it'll just be nice to have something to watch on TV. Uh, Dylan, what are you looking forward to most? Hmm. I think I'm just I'm out of the competitiveness because all I do is work and just don't play sports anymore so it's I want to get back in that feeling of the competitiveness so I'm excited to see people get gritty and get down to their business and get shit done Cameron Um, I'm excited for just getting off a long day of work and having something to watch Um, I think my appreciation of sports it was already high enough but you know I was I was pretty much sold on I'm only going to watch football pretty much religiously on, on Sundays, and now I'm going to be watching baseball. I'm going to be watching basketball whenever it's on. Yeah, the other thing about this is with all the shortened seasons, I can commit to basketball this year, uh-huh. or at the end of this, for sure. Because like, I don't follow it that much, but because it's short, I, I, I can work my way through it more so than if it was a full season. So I'm excited to watch some basketball, actually. All right. Um, so for me, I'm definitely looking forward to just being able to take my mind off the world. You know, whenever we have sports, it's a really good distraction, and we've had a tough couple of months in this country. So I'm going to be looking forward to just having that distraction. Like my Twitter, like my Twitter when sports is on is all about sports. Like I'm obnoxious on Twitter about sports. Like all I talk about is sports and. Uh, so I'm looking I thought you guys to... left when I heard my Twitter, my Twitter. <laughs> What's up, Totally D, totally dumb, dumb, and dumb. <laughs> that's us up here, dumb, dumb, and dumbest. Oh, or dumb, funny. dumber, and dumbest. You know how many? How fa- you doing? We're good, great. Cozy. How are you? Good. Good, good. Awesome. You still up on uh, West Dugway? Uh, yeah, off of it, Chestnut Lane. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah send us your fan mail. <laughs> yeah. Hey, turn around. I'll give you my fan mail right now. <laughs> <laughs> boom, baby, boom. Hell yeah, let's get after it. <laughs> Good night, Colsey. <sighs> All right, where was I? <laughs> are we going to cut that or are we going to leave that I don't over? No, I think we should leave it in. All right. Well, that was cool. He works at the bar. So, Anyways, uh, my Twitter usually is super sports-centric, and I'm super obnoxious. And now I look at my Twitter, and it's like I'm in my feels on Twitter. I'm, like, tweeting about politics. Like, I don't need to be doing that. Like, my Twitter's for me to just rant about sports. I'm looking forward to getting that back. I'm also looking forward to hearing about Tucker's gambling losses. I'm excited for that. That's always Aww. a, that's always a highlight of my wins. day. That's always a highlight of my day hearing, yeah, I bet this much money on a game and I lost this much money on a game. It's always, <laughs> it always makes me feel better if I'm having a rough day. But All right. Um, so last week we talked a lot about the NFL and their protocols. They really not released any protocols. Turns out they have zero plan. Uh, training camps are supposed to start next week. Um, so, And the NFL players are not happy about it. Big names are tweeting about it. Patrick Mahomes, Drew Brees. I mean, Russell Wilson, a ton of people are coming out. Like, I saw a bunch of Patriots players talking about it. Like, the McCordys are very vocal about every issue, and they were talking about it. Um, and they, it seems like if the NFL doesn't have a solid plan in place, that a lot of these guys aren't going to want to play. And we are at no position where we talked about, you know, an opt-out with, with guaranteed money. They're just straight up going to sit it out. And 
I was I was looking up like there was a lockout season back in the eighties and like a bunch of players refused to report and they just brought in replacement players and that like made the league settle with players because they it was such a poor it was it'll it'll be like the replacement refs we had like ten years yep. ago. That was a disaster. But replacement players could get in. maybe we could get into the league, guys, but um, just wanna get your opinions on like this this player reaction and what how the NFL is being so stupid about this and literally have no plan they just said the only plan they've said is Training camp will begin July 28th. That's all they said. They don't like know about testing. They don't know about mask issues. They don't know about fans. Like the Patriots, I don't know what other teams are doing, but the Patriots said that they have like limited capacity. They haven't said no fans. Um, so, Cam, what do you think about the NFL and the players kind of revolting here? I agree. Um, I would I would be revolting too. I think they at least gotta gotta inform us about what's going on. Um, maybe they have a plan behind the scenes. I don't know. Goodell's probably freaking out before he goes to bed every night um, that he's gonna get fired. Good. I hope he does. Which he which he probably has been for a while now, but this kind of solidifies it. Maybe that'll be my take next week. Stay tuned. Um, yeah, depending on this season goes, that could happen. But yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm all right as well. If, if, if this doesn't happen, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Yeah, I mean, it looks right now like we're headed towards no college football, at least until the spring. And if there's no NFL football, my fall is my favorite time of year, and it's ruined. <laughs> so, uh, Dylan, what do you think? Um, I don't blame a lot of the players for speaking this way as, uh, like, it was a given that there was going to be a lot of people that didn't want to play. I don't think the NFL is helping themselves with not really coming up with anything even remotely robust on how to handle certain situations. Um, like if people get, or get the virus, like, like I, I mean, at least other leagues have a plan in place. They're just saying we're going to play and we'll figure it out. Which is probably not the best plan. No, this is 100% on the NFL. Because the hashtag that they were all using was, we want to play. Like, I don't think it's that they're, like, if, as long as they have some sort of protocol in place, they'll play. It's just the fact that the league has done absolutely nothing to say how they're going to do it, what the precautions are going to be, how they're going to limit, you know, players getting this stuff. It seems like the consensus is from all the media and anybody in touch with the league that there will be a season, but there's no idea how it's going to happen. And now you're getting to the point where you're having practices and you don't, you know, you know, you maybe you're not allowed to do padded practices for a while. Like, that's going to throw off teams. Um, we already didn't, we missed spring workouts, OTA, stuff like that. So people are already way behind on game plan and stuff like that. Um, so like I said last week, I don't have a lot of faith and, and I definitely don't have faith in the league office all after all the bullshit they've pulled over the past 10 years. Roger Goodell is a rat and he should be fired for this. But, um, Tucker, what do you think about the league and their approach to coronavirus? Yeah. I mean, they haven't really come out with anything, so I don't really blame the players for being upset i mean i they're not asking for a lot it doesn't seem like they just kind of want to know what's gonna happen like what protect what precautions they're taking i think every league has set them up to have a plan in place and they're just lack of acknowledgement of this and lack of acknowledgement of their players is kind of telling on the league of a whole is what they think of their athletes i mean the, the league has never cared for the players i mean no. these are like you look at the concussion stuff and they don't give a crap as long as they're making money. Um, like I said before, this is I, I to defend the shield for a moment. I will defend the shield for a moment. I'll defend the NFL. This is the hardest sport to try to figure out because you can't play this without constant contact mm -hmm. and like guys spitting in each other's faces and sweating on each other and stuff like that. Like you cannot, you cannot avoid it. And so, I mean, maybe they just do flag. Why not? Oh my God. <laughs> Better than nothing, right? No, I would not watch NFL flag football. I would not watch it. I would watch anything I, at this point. I would watch it. <laughs> I, I, what I said last week, I, I think they're too late to implement something like this. But you gotta, you gotta leave it up to the players to let the players decide if they want to play. So if a player wants to play, they can play. They get their contract. If a player doesn't want to play, they sign something saying they're not gonna play, and they get compensation for whatever their contract is whatever like figure out a number maybe they'll debate the number we're just getting closer and closer to football season and it just seems like there's no 
positives coming out of it. But to stay on the NFL, let's talk a little bit about Lamar Jackson. Cam, you had some breaking news that you posted in here. Why don't you break that news for us? So this just in, or I don't know, I just read it anyway. I hadn't seen it yet. But Lamar Jackson got his wisdom teeth out. That's ginormous. Um, that could affect everything. Mouth guard size, comfortability during playing. Um, Tucker, you know, this could go down as a win for you if he doesn't if he doesn't play well next year. And I uh, think it'll be because of the. I'm. I mean, I'm gone. If he doesn't play well, this is the reason why. I've had my wisdom teeth out. It's it's a long recovery. It hurts for a while. Uh, you feel a little more light, a little. Uh, more than one on one side or like top or bottom his balance might not be on yeah his balance might be off the equilibrium can we just realize that we are now analyzing <laughs> lamar jackson's teeth removal this is we need sports so i mean there's a lot of factors that play into it you look at dry, a dry socket i mean that could that could delay the recovery now i'm kind of a champion i'm kind of a hero i was up and at him the night that i got him out i was playing pool i was eating mashed potatoes like a fiend I watched Black Mass. I remember that. I will say. I did hurt a lot more the next day. I will say that. I got my wisdom teeth out on like a Tuesday. On Thursday, I, the wiffle ball tournament started. I played the whole tournament. R.I.P. our sweet prince. We won the tournament. I ate oh, hamburgers chopped up into tiny little pieces and I gummed them with my two front teeth. But I needed that protein so I could get out there and I could grind. Well, another thing that could go into this, and this is a big one that actually could happen, is drug addiction. Because it's so dark. It's so dark. Personally, when I got my wisdom teeth out, um, I had broken my nose the same week, so I had all sorts of stuff going on, and I had one pain pill. That was all I was allowed. I was in so much pain in my whole entire face, and my mom allowed me one pain pill, and I went to the basketball game when I sat on the bench. In the game, it was going in slow motion. I can't even <laughs> describe it. it was when, so I'll, I'll give you a quick story, too. When I got my wisdom teeth out, I got back home. I took one of those pills. My mom said, oh, I'll be right back because she had to go somewhere else. I sat and stared at the wall for a good 45 minutes. And my oh. mom left the room, and then she came back. It was like two seconds, and she she was yep. like, "How are you?" And I was like, "Good. Did you leave yet?" It was it was an hour of my life. I just stared at a wall, and it felt like two seconds. I was in a similar situation to you, Cam, where I was not allowed pain pills during my. I my, think I, my, that was the only one I think I took. My mother took the Percocets. She didn't even get to fill the prescri- prescription. I just got like extra strength Tylenol, and what? the yep. so what when I broke my collarbone, those pain pills were. A godsend, because I would be in so much pain, I'd pop a perky, and I'd be like, you know what, this isn't so bad. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, living, I'm living the dream. I'm laying in bed, I, watching I TV, undisturbed, like I'm good. You were on Wasted Takes. Yeah. That was yeah. my worst episode, episode 13, I'll never forget it. Worst episode ever, I listened to it back, and I was like, what I'm the hell am I you, talking about? I'm surprised you do remember it. Let me tell you about Wisdom Teeth. It's a scam. I've been being told for nine years now, I need to get my Wisdom Teeth out immediately. Nine years now, no problems. Just wait until one of them no bitches problem. get when the one of them bitches no get impacted. When you're gonna be laid people, up. The problem these people do this. They do this purely for the fact that if they send you to a wisdom teeth people, they get a fat ass commission check. So anytime they can be like, oh, I don't know, this might be bad. They're like, yeah, yeah, definitely need wisdom teeth. American medical medical system, man, it's a business. Tucker, I think this is the most opportune time to get your wisdom teeth out and you can see what he's going through and you can you know you can have you can take part in these conversations and see what kind of setback who he recovers is. quicker you Tucker want or Lamar. me to spend my money on a dumb surgery i That's don't great need. content we'll go you in know with what? you start a gofundme start a gofundme <laughs> part of him wait oh wait ooh, it takes ooh. gofundme and if we raise the money so that i don't have to pay thousands of dollars to get my wisdom teeth removed 
I'll do it. Think about the content, though. We could record I'm saying, right after the surgery. I'm saying it's not worth thousands I'll, I'll of dollars. I'll record the surgery. But <laughs> we'll record during I'll and do, after the I surgery. Will, I if, will if do this, the surgery. If, Here's if, how you do it for cheap. I will take your wisdom teeth out. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Lamar, keep an eye on him. If he sucks, it's the wisdom teeth. He's got a lot of curses now. He's got the wisdom teeth curse. He's got the Madden curse. I mean, it's piling up on him. He thinks he's invincible. I don't know. But um, so you brought up a good point. Let's just touch on this briefly because we're having a short episode tonight. But uh, for a little background for our, our loyal listener out there, um, we participate in a wiffle ball tournament every summer. It's the highlight of my summer every summer. Um, everybody in this podcast is on a team. Cam is uh, now retired, I believe, as he moved to Florida. He played two years in the tournament. He was a big prospect for a while. I thought the goats might pull him up at some point, but we never did. Uh, Tucker and I are on a team called the Mountain Goats. Goats spelled like greatest of all time. Dylan, your team is what is your team name? Are you the Avengers? Are you the Dreamers? What the are Dreamers. you? You're the, officially the Dreamers, yes. but you dress up as the Avengers sometimes. Every once in a while, yes. Cam was formerly there on are our alternates. Formerly on our team with our, fr- our friends Trevor and John called the. Uh, bench warmers. Um, to go back to Dylan, Dylan is one of the most decorated wiffle ball players of all time. Uh, several rings. How many? Five? Four? I think it was four. Four rings. Yeah. Four rings. King for... Cobra Dynasty. Yep. The King Cobras actually had to break up because the league was starting to get to a point where it was not competitive anymore. Yes. Um, but we just found out uh, last week that the wiffle ball tournament will not be played this year. And it was supposed to be this week, Tucker's birthday week, as always. So, um, just want to get your guys' thoughts on a, like, what you're feeling about this being being canceled, and b, who would have taken it this year? Who would you have your eyes on coming up this year, um, Tucker? What, what's your thoughts on our, our, our long lost friend, the wiffle ball tournament? I mean, it felt like the goats here. Does every year feel like the goats here? Yes. 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 It always feels like the goats here. But you know what? This was the year we were gonna break out. I really think. I think we were getting better at pitching. Our hitting always comes along later. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was our year to lose, really. No one else now, had it. Now, you guys just stink. Your team was so, washed I mean, up. You guys are just... Didn't we you beat guys, you? You guys have been... We beat you. I hit a, I hit a home run in the last minute to beat them. You yeah, we ago. beat you guys. So, yeah, I don't, I, I, my opinion doesn't matter anymore because you're the loser. You, you are spry young men who have been playing this sport against old adults. For six years or more, and have nothing to show for it, and I'm gonna just call you how call it how it is. You guys just aren't that good. I think I'm playing closer to ten. I think we're coming up, and uh, you could be coming up. So I'll say that we'll I know. did not think this was our year because we didn't get the training in that we need. Um, you know, we weren't focused. No, but the, that was as part you of. Need to show of, up without training. You guys think too much. Just hit the ball. And no, throw the ball no, 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 no. You don't understand. No. Um, this is why I personally was working on my own pitching a lot. Um, and I, it was, I, you know, I was going to try to pitch a regular season, see how it went. Um, and, but I had my eyes on one team this year and that was the Goonies. Um, that they're, they're kind of our, our sister team. Uh, the Goonies and the goats have been talking a long time about a Goonies goats final. That's, I mean, I think, I think the fans want that. Uh, the players definitely do. Um, I think it'd be the most electric part of the tournament. I mean, that's two that's two amazing teams that people want to see. A lot of electric personalities out there. I mean, you got me who gets angry at games. You got uh, Downer who's making soft hand plays all the time. One of the best fielders in the league, hitting dongers. You got the Armstrong brothers who are all sorts of different. Um, Goonies, Goonies were my. I mean, they've been in the finals two years in a row. You know, uh, taking some hard L's to some good teams. So. Um, I, I have my eyes on the Goonies this year for sure. I'm very, very depressed this is not going on. This is the highlight of my year, not even my summer, my year. I look forward to this <laughs> year-round. Like, there's two things. It's this and the football tournament we play in. And, like, that's the only competitive sports, in quotation marks, that I have in my life left. And I'm, I'm, I'm missing it greatly. I guess we're going to fill it with a, a golf tournament, but that'll be good. Um, so, Cam, you cut out, but we're just talking uh, with football tournament, uh, how it got canceled. Um, just wanted to get your opinion on – it as a retired player now you are retired I believe and um, your opinion on that and who are you who you had your eyes on this year to take it maybe uh, and maybe touch on how you thought your team was going to do in in your actions. Um, so let me preface preface this by I think you know where this is going. Um, I was rookie of the year, so my first time in the tournament, uh, a new team, the bench warmers. We had sick jerseys. 
Um, a sick team that just didn't have enough time, in my opinion. Uh, I won rookie of the year, and and um, your teammate John was like runner up. He was right behind you too. Yeah, um, we just we just couldn't pull it together as a team. We were way too spread apart. Where I'd be hitting dangers and nobody else would, or Trevor would. It was just we were never in sync. And um, I think that just comes from lack of experience. It was our first year in the tournament, and we played again. Um, and we still just didn't have it connected. We should have practiced a little bit more. Um, give us a couple of years down the road, and, and we were obviously we were you know looking looking like favorites. Um, I think this year it's um, are the bench warmers still in it this year or no? They were. I think or they they, they, they brought in Bailey full time to take over for you. Yeah, so I think I think the bench warmers should should happen next year, whenever it happens. Um, I still got my eyes on them. I I can't wait to to listen in on on how it goes and see some videos and see the highlight videos. Um, that's my that's my old squad. And well, I actually I came up with the name to be honest with you. So well, congratulations on your uh, short career, successful but short career. So uh, yeah. it was an honor to have you in the league. So Dylan, you're, game, but... you're as the most decorated athlete. Uh, what do you have to say about the tournament, and who did you have your eyes on this year? I don't know. I mean, I'm part of the Dreamers. I'm trying to give the uh, commissioner of our little get-together up into a finals. I, I think he's been to, in a finals uh, once or twice, but hasn't pulled it out, so I'm always pushing to try to get uh, our commission to a finals and win a final. But um, Very noble, noble undertaking. I think, yeah, I mean, the Benchformers with Bailey and Trevor and John, that's a team to beat. The Goonies, a team to beat. There's a lot of teams that, are, that were uh, that are good now. So it would have been definitely very competitive this year. Um, it's sad it's not happening. They're, they're sleeping on the goat stuff. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care, really. I don't really care. I, I love, love being slept love on. It. it gives me some motivation. All right. I mean, um, slept on every year that you've been in it, but it's not really sleeping when you never want. So. I mean, that's what I said. I mean, you have nothing to show for it either, so you got no right to talk, all right? Rookie of the year. Oh, yeah. I won the home run derby last year, whatever. Um, okay. Tinfoil award as well. Enthusiasm. I have the most enthusiasm in the tournament. Um, so let's just Patient, jump. Just more than ever. Let's move in. Uh, it didn't turn into a short episode, but let's just move into the movie. Hot Rod, my movie. Um, I love this movie. It's it gets. I'll say it gets worse every time I watch it because I know the jokes and like I you know know the situations. Um, but uh, I think there wasn't a lot of love for this movie. It's, and we've had a lot of love for Andy Samberg when Tucker's picked in the past, but when I do it, apparently it's not a good movie. Tucker, your thoughts on Hot Rod? Yeah, I mean, I've seen it before, and I think that took out the run. It has some great lines in it. On its own, like, a few of its lines is, like, all-timer lines. Very quotable. Like, I, like uh, what is it? You look... Um, you look beautiful, Denise. And I was like, you look like shit, Denise. <laughs> you, look, uh, you look pretty, Denise. I said, I said you look shitty. Good, good night, night, Denise. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it has some great lines, but, like, the whole – the movie as a whole is pretty horrendous. It's stupid, but it's stupid funny. It's like – I don't know. Like, there's better stupid I, – I would rather watch Nacho Libre. I'm going to say that. Wow. Yeah. That's what I'm talking That's about, That's a baby. terrible take. I was just about to bring that up. You don't like Hot Rod? I thought you liked no, Hot I Rod. I love Hot Rod, but it's the same – it's 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 almost it's the, same, the same type of comedy as Nacho Libre. It's just a little bit uh, PG-13. Well, um, they say the F word in it. Yeah, so. so. Tucker, what's your score before you leave? 3.5. Wow. Wow. All right. Dylan, your overall. Any more thoughts and then a score? I didn't watch the movie. It's sweet. Yeah, but you've seen it. I've seen it. Um, it's definitely one of those films for a guy. If you haven't seen it, probably see it because it's pretty funny. First time you see it, next few times, not as funny. But, uh,. Overall score, probably on that film, first time watching it, probably like a 6-3, 6-2. All right. Cameron, your thoughts on the film? Uh, I thought it was the, the worst of the three Andy Sandbergs that we had. Uh, I had never seen it before coming in. I had high hopes. I just didn't I just didn't think it. Definitely, definitely stupid. Um, the, the whole plot of wanting to raise what is it, $50,000 to save his stepdad so he can beat up his stepdad. I think that's funny. Uh, that's <laughs> a funny plot point. I think that's funny. No, I like it's, that part. It's funny, but it's insane. 
Like, I, I think, I don't know who came up with that. Like, props to them, I guess. Um, I just, you know, I had a couple laughs. I was updating you guys on laughs when, when I thought it was funny, and then everything else was just kind of went along for the ride but um the end of the day i like it i like it more than some movies i've seen definitely better than jfk uh, shut up <laughs> damn it this is this was like uh like a five eight five seven five eight i'll give it a five eight all right all right so i i love this movie it does get worse every time you watch it but i mean there's so many quotable lines i mean before baseball games we used to do gods of war May your hammer be mighty. Slap each other on the neck. Um, one of my favorite scenes is when they're like having the like nice moment in the street with the whole town like rallying behind them, and it just turns into a riot and just out of left field. My favorite character is probably Danny McBride's character Rico. You who shitheads, I found some fireworks in the bathroom. Would you like to light them off? And then him beating the piss out of that guy that they screwed up Dude, his trailer. Rico's, Rico is the best character in that by far. <laughs> yeah. Did you reinforce takeoff ramp? Nah, I didn't have time. Okay. Yeah. One of my uh, and Bill Hader's character is also. I don't. I actually don't think Andy Samberg's character is even close to the funniest in the movie. Um, but I I like this movie a lot. I like quotable movies like this, like bro comedies, like Billy Madison and you know Happy Gilmore and stuff like that, which are way better movies. I'll admit right now. But I'm gonna give it a seven three. Wow. Yeah. I I I I enjoy it every time I watch it. Will Arnett shows up. He's funny in it, too. Yeah, he was like, good. They, he was, it's just a, a, really an all-star cast. I mean, Bill Hader, Andy Samberg, uh, Danny McBride, Will Arnett. Uh, what's his name? The radio guy, uh, Chris Parnell. Um, so, yeah, I love this movie. But, Cam, it is your week, your movie. What are you picking? So I'm still, I'm still going off the theme of movies I haven't seen but always have wanted to. Uh, this is an old guy. This is an old movie. Um, I've heard good things about it. I've heard it was ahead of its time. And Dylan, I know you didn't watch the movie this week, so you're going to have to watch it. At least I'll have somebody to talk about it with. Hey, I was doing one, a space odyssey. Oh, I've never seen this movie. Well, okay. I don't know what this is about, but it has to do with space. And that's a great take because today is Moon Day. Interesting. I'm actually outside walking my dog right now. Can't see the moon. Probably up there somewhere. What a crappy moon day. How do you not know about moon day? I've never heard of moon day in my life. We landed on the moon. Oh. 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 We went to the moon in 1969. 1969. Even Stevens. July 20. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, no. I mean, I've heard great things. Stanley, I like Stanley Kubrick, Kubrick movies. Kubrick. So, I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, that's Wasted Takes, episode 31. Uh, hit us up on our socials. Go vote on that Wasted Take because it got out late. So, we need to Go settle that. Guys. I need a. Twenty twenty cents. I, I need a goddamn win. Like I need <laughs> air to breathe. I am. I am slacking. But uh, thanks for getting wasted with us, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. See ya.